Once again, it's on. <laughs> we're back. It's crazy because we're still on series eight, season eight. Welcome, welcome. If this is your first time here, I'm your host, D. Miller L. You are listening to MKD Podcast. Again, if you're new here, follow us. Subscribe, share, like. And uh, consider supporting the channel at uh, strike.me forward slash dmillerl. We appreciate you. Okay, so I I opened up by saying (laughs) we're still in season eight. Why? I thought that um, I made a full circle, family. I really did. I thought that my last episode was going to kind of surmise my experience i really felt like um my bitcoin experience was really full circle via the clubhouse just running into different individuals but it it doesn't stop right so i was on the clubhouse again at random and this time i come across another person uh from my uh history in the bitcoin space okay so you know we've talked about Reggie Middleton which was uh, somewhat of a mentor for me right in this space there was another cat man we'll call uh, his name is uh, Anari we were actually considering um, becoming like partners at one time like when I first 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 got into space he was um, a more advanced cat he was actually um, interested in making like his own coins, which I was familiar with. He was going to apply it to a video game, which is a pretty popular concept now, or at least it's becoming more popular. You're starting to hear NFT talk with video games and uh, people maybe integrating Bitcoin into their video game or having some sort of internal currency. And I remember Inari, when we did the interview at that time, he was promoting his coin and platform called Gamerholic. Right? And um, like I said, he was one of those first wave of interviews. So I remember coming back from MIT. Uh, I think that was in the year 2015 or 16. I, I, I hate the fact, man, that it's not ever on the top of my head. But I believe it was like the second Bitcoin expo at MIT it may have actually been the first one you following what I'm saying um this was the Bitcoin expo that Vitalik Buterin actually went to at MIT and was a speaker at so anybody want to uh, validate that information just look up when Vitalik Buterin was a speaker right and you should be able to kind of tie this in. So again, I ended up meeting a lot of people there at MIT and those people I ended up interviewing along with some others I had met in the space and Inari was one of them. So, um, this episode, the theme that I wanna discuss in this, remember we already talked about who is a Bitcoiner, right? What is a Bitcoiner? Who is a Bitcoiner? Now, I was in Clubhouse and I wasn't in the Black Bitcoin Billionaire. I wasn't in Bitcoin Cafe. I happened to be in the Bitcoin Magazine Clubhouse. 
right? I'd be jumping around in the different little little uh, clubhouses or whatever, little clubs and on the uh, on the app. And there's quite a few Bitcoin clubs. So anyway, this one, the Bitcoin Magazine, he jumps in, and they commence to dragging this dude. I'm talking about Anari got dragged, literally. Now, why was he getting dragged? So he basically came into the into the room, and he starts talking about his coin that he has made, and he's integrating it into his business as a consultant, right? And I guess after consulting, you after after consulting or through your consultation, he gives you these uh, Nigerian prince tokens. Okay, and I guess after a while or once you accumulate a certain number of tokens, you become a Nigerian prince. Okay, now it's all in jest. It's actually just like a meme. It's just uh, a meme coin. It's not to be taken literal it's not any of that it's just a marketing ploy which is essentially a scam right like when there's no real basis to what you're promoting and it's just purely fluff it's uh that that's that's basically the definition of vaporware He was talking about how he had applied this uh, number go up protocol. <laughs> Imagine that. Somebody is using number go up as a marketing ploy. He says he has that as as the method in which everyone in, engaging with him is getting rich. It was really sad. It was really sad. And they dragged him. They must have took him off stage about three, four times, brought him back up. Just to kind of expose more of the fraud and the fallacy. And if I had to tell the truth, you know what I'm saying? In my experience with Inari, you know, uh, I would just say it like this. The way in which he was treated. We'll just say it was like a, him getting a taste of his own medicine. And here's here's to boot. Here's to boot. You know what I mean? What the issue is. So, um. You know, some years after that interview or whatever, and of course we, we, I should say this just to make it clear, we did not ever partner. I'm talking about Anari with, you know, what me and Free El Bay were working on. My, uh, my partner concerning, uh, more X Bitcoin solutions and Moabit association, right? This is my previous work in the space. So he was going to link up with us. That never happened. So. Okay, years down the road, I would notice that uh, he would scrap that project. I don't know if he's still doing the Gamerholic thing at all. But I would imagine he scrapped that. And um, I remember it was on uh, LinkedIn. He had exposed the truth of the matter. He said, you know, if I hadn't wasted my time trying to develop my own coin and my own platform and just stacked up Bitcoin... I'd be much I'd be much better off than I am right now. Now, the funniest part is, is he still hasn't actually learned that lesson, even though I guess he could formally conclude that it doesn't mean that he's going to act in accordance with what he understands or what he knows to be the truth. And when we see this promotion of a meme token, 
instead of him promoting just stacking bitcoins we can see you know in essence bro is a shit coiner and on top of that he's a second rate shit coiner <laughs> you know what I'm saying it was funny it was funny but it was like you could just tell man dude um, dude got embarrassed you know what I'm saying There's a little, little chastisement a little humiliation from you know bitcoiners cause this is the thing this is the thing this is the thing Bitcoiners are curious. Bitcoiners are are exploring. Right? But I've always stated this, y'all. I've always stated this. There's problems with a lot of these chains. And the main problem is, is that they're still trying to figure it out while Bitcoin has figured it out. See, remember, Bitcoin's doing something different than all those other coins, right? Store of value, Right? Bitcoin has figured out store of value. Now, these other coins, they're trying to solve for other issues, right? Now, we're noticing that they're all still trying to figure it out. Even Ethereum at the number two place is still trying to figure out how they're going to be able to execute this in the real world. And we're talking about that world computer concept. It's already not working, right? And there's not a lot of users on it. Right. That's why you have all of these other competitive Ethereum chains. Because Ethereum can't handle it. So that means it hasn't figured out what it's trying to do. It's trying to be uh, um, a smart contract platform. But it's, it's trying to work itself through. You got me? See, as a Bitcoiner, we know that Taproot was just initiated, which is a software upgrade to Bitcoin. And we know that that's going to enable smart contracts on Bitcoin. Now, what Anari was talking about was how he was still using smart contracts from ethereum so it's just it's really unfortunate it's really unfortunate uh how this is kind of all played out and and what i mean by unfortunate is just that um people talk about toxicity in the bitcoin space they say the bitcoin space can be toxic the bitcoin space can be toxic This was definitely a good example of how the toxicity will check what is truly the problem in our space. And that's the scammers. I mean, they was even clowning them because they're like, bro, how are you? How are you? How is this not a scam? How is this not just like an overt scam? Because like everybody knows, you know, Nigerians and Internet stuff, you know, that that equals scam. (laughs) that equals scammer so i mean is it and again it's tongue-in-cheek mean you know what i'm saying so it's like we all know that we're scammers 
and let's make a joke about it, right? We're all going to get rich scamming. Ha ha ha. It's so fun being a scammer and just having fun scamming. Nobody's really mad because it's just all in, in jest and in fun. See, the toxicity in the Bitcoin space corrects that. It exposes that foolishness. And like I said, that's what made it unfortunate just in the sense that, um, you know, bro had to get exposed. He was irate at the end. He was like, if this is really the Bitcoin magazine, <laughs> this is this is pathetic or this is, you know, he was like it was outrageous for him. <laughs> I mean, he was even talking about how he did some kind of raps for Bitcoin magazine and this, that and the third, you know. Yeah, it was the, the chastisement and humiliation is what I mean. That was uh that was what seemed to be unfortunate, but it is a require is it a requirement and again it is a result of what they call the toxicity in the Bitcoin space. There is really, really, really this adverse, you know, there I should say it like this. Scammers are gonna meet with adversity. Right? Scammers are going to meet with adversity. Shit coiners are going to be met with adversity. And I think that uh, you just need to be sure, especially when you're in the Bitcoin space talking to Bitcoiners, I think that you just have to, you have to, um, you have to be more deliberate. Uh, in trying to listen, listen, right? Don't try to talk so much. Listen, because what's going to happen is that you're going to find out who's who and what's what. I think that's the only way that you can determine who is a Bitcoiner. You feel me? Listen. Right. Just listen, because more than likely the person who you're inquiring about, they're likely to tell on themselves. So just let them say what they have to say. Maybe you ask a couple probing questions and all is revealed and there's no more. There's no more mystery. You know, this this Bitcoin space is mysterious. Everybody's a Bitcoiner, especially when they're trying to get you involved in their little scam. So you just got to be careful, you know. Got to use that discernment. Okay. I'm good to go on this. I really do think that this is the end. <laughs> you know what? I know this is the end. I'm not going to... Uh, I'm, I'm going to change the subject, we'll say. We're going we're gonna to move on from this. You feel me? We do have some other things that we can get into. So with that being said, I hope that you all enjoyed season eight we're wrapping it up with this one we'll be hollering at y'all during season nine when we get that one kicked off peace and love family